we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Here we go. Welcome to the 52 Weeks Podcast. You have Melody, Tracy, and Steph here. Our theme is Focus on the Fire, and today we're going to talk about goals and cold water. So before we jump into cold water, you guys, how did your goals go this week? And I also want to hear one failure and one success. Wait, can I just say I love your announcer voice? I thought that that was... Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) Melody, you're hired. You're hired. Yes. (laughs) The job of my dreams. And do announcements for you. Just DM her on Instagram. (laughs) Find me. Um, You want to start? Yeah, so you want to know our success for the week and failure? So So how how did your goals go? And then one success, one failure. Okay. My goals went really well this week, guys. Like, I... Like, you know when you just get in sort of that zen of your habits are, like, solidified. You don't really have to think about things your sleep pattern, you're waking up before your alarm, like all the things. That's been my week. And it feels really, really good. So, yeah. Thank you, Tracy. (laughs) That's amazing stuff. That's amazing. So I think that my biggest success was, um, okay, so I'm going to share this. But I realized um, you know, there's been a lot of people that I've listened to their books and that they're successful and they don't have a team. So Chip and Joanna Gaines are one. And um, I'm reading this book from this guy who he's the creator of Shark Tank. And he's like, I don't binge TV shows. I have too much to do, you know. And I've been feeling this need to eliminate TV. And especially after the screen time challenge, when I wasn't able to do that, <laughs> it felt too hard. And so I actually, I, I've been planning on getting a new TV anyways, um, when I redo this room in the back, but I, and my TV was old, but I just gave it to the DI. And I think that was my biggest success because I mean, I've Marco Polo'd you guys this, but like, instead of falling asleep to the TV, like it's been hard to, at first it was hard to fall asleep because it's hard to shut off my mind, but now I'm sort of in a really good routine where like I read before I go to bed and I went to the library and it was like going to Blockbuster, like picking out all these books. And so like eliminating that option, I feel like has been so nice and it's helped me in every aspect. And I've been so much more active this week with running and walking. And yeah, so I feel like I, I've been a really good rhythm. Yeah, it's like That's incredible. Yeah, I'm like, of course, Steph, like, goes and gives away her TV. <laughs> it's such an extreme Steph thing to do. And, and let me tell you, Steph, that, that is one pro of being single, because I would love to just take my TV to the DI 
but my husband would never, <laughs> ever let me do that. Well, and Melody and I were talking on a run where I was, we were talking about, like, I feel like I'm really good at the big things. Like, I can do a big thing super easy, but the small things are a lot harder. And so I just have sort of created some boundaries that for me, it just takes away the should I do this or should I not? Like, I'm not eating after 730. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm just not eating after 730. And that's been so good for me to just have a clear cut line. So I feel like I do good with like those sort of boundaries. Like I can still go watch a movie. I can go to a movie. I can go to a movie in a park. I can go watch something in a friend's house. I'm just not watching it at my house. So. So it's I feel like that's when people like keep junk food out of their house. They'll they'll still go out to eat and they'll eat out with their friends, but it's just not in their house. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love it. Steph, that's amazing. So yeah, it feel it feels really good. Like for the first time in a long time, I feel hope that I'll be able to get my running goals. I feel hope with my fitness goals, just with everything in life. So which is nice. Amazing. And when you said that like your habits are in place and you don't have to think about them, I'm like, you're growing. You're becoming the kind of person you want to become. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. Amazing. Especially a failure. I mean, I know that we just like talked about big success. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Tracy, when you share, tell tell your failure first and then your success. But the reason I asked failures is because it's a different question, and we learn from our failures. Um. Yeah. So I feel last week a failure for me was I went into the office every day, and because of that. Like before that, I was staying up with all my podcasting and stuff. And it was just really interesting to see how, because um, when I'm at the office, like we had two big events and I'm mingling and I'm talking with people at, or we're doing podcast recordings and how that really like, like, I think doing podcasting is hard, right? Because you do the social part, but then you have to come home and edit it. And so it's like most people are either like they're the technical side or their the social side. So that just sort of threw me out of whack to not have any days from home to not be able to like really. So I, I feel so far behind on work. And it just was a reminder to me of why, like the way I function best is to record, have two days at home, record, have two days at home, just because I need that time to, I think, re- Coop, because when you guys know when we're podcasting, we're really listening. So you come home and you're tired. And um, so that was just sort of a failure because I've been I've been trying so hard to be so consistent with podcasts and with my editing and staying up with it. And so it just sort of felt like I was completely moved backwards. And I, and I wish I would have managed my time better, right? Or I would have been like, no, I can't do this. Um, like someone moved their podcast from a Thursday to a Friday. And I should have just been like, no, let's do it another day, right? So it's just sort of like managing those, the, my internal rhythm that I know how I work best. I didn't listen to that. And I thought I would be okay. I think yeah, I'm on to those. Yeah, I really like what you said. Oh, sorry. I, Sorry, I, just, I think the biggest thing with that stuff, though, is like it created more clarity for you, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like by breaking it, you got more clarity about. Yeah. 
exactly. Why that's why I wanted us to share our, our failures, you know? Um, but I, I also wanted to say I like what you said about podcasting, how most of the time you're either like an extrovert or an introvert. Most of the time you're either gonna really like the podcasting part and hate the editing or vice versa. I think that's so true. I think I was, I don't know, that was just like, whoa, podcasting is really hard. You mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're like the mom of the technology world where you have to do a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I hate not getting people's episodes in time. Like I've been trying to, I went to this branding bagels and branding and she talked about how like you are your brand and what people think of you is what your brand is, not what you tell them. And so I want to, when I tell someone that I'm going to get them something to get, get it to them. So it was just sort of like one of those frustrating all around where, yeah, I just felt like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just makes me laugh. <laughs> I guess I can't <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that works. Um, yeah, okay. so let's, let's hear about yours, Trace. Yeah, so first off, like you guys, this is the embarrassing part. I don't remember what I said last week about my goals, and I didn't write it down. So I don't even remember what I said I was going to do for this week because I feel like I went into vacation mode and I have not even, I don't even remember. So that's my failure (laughs) as well. But I I think for me, it's like when I do say things on here, I just have to write it as I'm doing it, right? Like this is what I'm working on this week because I feel like even after, right, we're here in April almost, in March and I'm like, whoa, I have to write down. And normally I do, but I I will actually don't know. I just feel like I need to have that as like, that is my to do after this podcast. Like, okay, what is it that I'm doing this week that I said I was going to do and make it really distill it down to one thing probably so that I'm like, okay, this is the thing, you know, and just see if I can hit that one thing out of the, um, cause I can't remember. <laughs> but you, as you said that, I was like, what did I say my goals were, right? My actual goals. And I looked at them like, oh yeah, I actually didn't get my goals that I said the percentage I wanted on things but so I think even if you write it down you need to put it in a place like you're saying yeah yeah like yeah and I feel like that's just so interesting to me so it's just it's kind of like what works for you and and pay attention to that instead of being like oh I'm gonna hit these all these like these high hopes Mm -hmm. and I love when it says like I've got high high hopes for a living kind of a thing but at the same time I'm like down here. And so I got to kind of meet myself. I've got to meet myself with like, hey, what is it? What is realistic, but still could stretch me a little bit, right? So I think that's cool, though, that even though you guys didn't hit your goals, like you still have successes. You still grew. You still learned. And even though you didn't do what you said you were going to do, you still worked on stuff. I think we just naturally work on the stuff that's most important to us. And I think it's also important to pay attention to what we are focusing on and being like, wait, why am I not focusing on what I really yeah. said I wanted to? That's also a good place. Hey, is this really a priority or is it not? How do I yeah. get that alignment with what my priorities actually are? Or do I make an adjustment so that I'm actually doing what I said I want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. So my, my failure this week, I, I feel like my failures this week, I just feel like as compared to Steph, I have really recognized I don't have really strong habits right now. I have like my creator habits that are kind of like my basic, but I really don't have a morning routine that I'm following at all. I, I have found myself that I was a really strong morning routine person for many, many years. 
And then I realized that I was like, I don't know, I realized there was some imbalance in my morning routine and that I would gas out earlier in the day because of my morning routine. So I feel like I've kind of swung to the other side of just being like, sort of, you know, make priority of these things. Hope they have, but like, if I don't set aside time to read my scriptures, to really like study or to put myself into the word of God, if I don't have time set apart to like meditate, if it's just like right after I brush my teeth, I meditate, then, then I know that that's the trigger, you know, but um, if I don't have those things in place, I'm just not going to be successful with a morning routine and get the things that I really need to get done, done in that morning time. So being on vacation has again, like brought that to my attention that I just, <laughs> I have no excuses to not do stuff while I'm here and I don't do it. Right. And so it just, I guess I want to get to that point where I go on vacation and I still keep at least my floors, you know, like I'm doing like the floors of things. Um, I don't think I have to have the ceilings, but the floors for sure would be helpful to be doing. And so that's been interesting. Where they need to be prepared. So I would just say recognizing that there really isn't morning routine established that I like and that I want to follow, I keep on rebelling. So like when I do make it, I'm breaking it. Anyway, so it's kind of interesting to look at that um, and, and want to improve on that. So I think that's that of this next week going forward. My goal is going to be to actually a simple morning routine that I feel like I can follow. So that's going to maybe take some time. That might take a few weeks, actually. I don't know how I'm going to tweak that, but I really do want to like that. That's So that's my goal, is to implement some kind of morning next week. And then that's going to be according to my failure. And then according to my success, my success, um, I would say my successes have been um, So my successes this past week were that when I've had moments where I've wanted to be but last night David and I literally lost our car parking lot find the vehicle Dang. and wandered for an hour <laughs> oh my gosh Tracy and you guys it's a huge massive Left, we were both like so pumped to be there that we just like got out of our car, didn't even pay attention. Park, <laughs> remember even, and also our memories didn't re- serve us because we're like, wait, did we? Because you come into this place and you have to go right or left, and it's like, which way did we come from? When were we in? Oh, I know we didn't. We didn't go upstairs or downstairs. We didn't go on an escalator, which we both were wrong, by the way. We did go we did come down an escalator? Both of us were like, no, we never went down an escalator. So we were searching on level three. For an hour, and our car was on level four. Gosh. And, um, <laughs> they say that's pretty funny. <laughs> hilarious. But here's the thing: is it reminded me, like, you can be looking for something, intensely looking for something, but if you're in the wrong place, you're never gonna find. It. Dang! Whoa, that's so good. Yeah, and it's like I've heard that before. Like I remember when I listened to this talk by. Stephen R. Covey, and he talked about how, you know, you can be, if you are looking for something, you don't have the right map, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get there. And I just, that has been so, that was so profound last night when we were wandering around on level three for over an hour 
on both sides. We walked miles last night just trying to find our car. And um, and I'm not kidding you, when we finally found it, it was because I was praying. I was like, Heavenly Father, we don't know where this car is. If you give us this car is help. And of course, I literally like tripped on one of these silver things that said assistance, like a button. So I pressed it, I'm like, hey, we've lost our car. Like, when did you come into the park? I'm like, oh, I think it was about somewhere between nine. Okay. Like, did you go into general admission? I was like, yes. And he's like, okay, this is the only place you could have parked, basically. These are the places where we put you. 461 to 463 on this side or on the other side, it would have been these. Anyway, he gave us different numbers, right? And I was like, okay. So I got off that and I'm like, I'm going to go look for those rows. And David was looking in the wrong area. He's like, whoever that is that's looking, he's going to keep on looking. Never going to find it. He was prophetic. And, um, and I was like, okay, so he followed me. And then David and I, we found this guy who was on another car that was helping us. Oh, David wants to say his input. Do you want to give it? David. David has joined the conversation. David, <laughs> you want to say something? Hi, David. I would have found it. <laughs> I'm sure you would have. I'm sure you would have. <laughs> okay, that was gold. <laughs> okay, seriously That's though, he, we would have found it, but it would have been like going up. We would have had to go up the stairs. You know what I mean? And we weren't. Anyway, but what ended up happening is that we went to the next side. Um, the guy was like, "You need to check the other side." So we checked the other side, and we found our car. And I was like, "Hallelujah!" I'm so happy. But you know, during that situation, like the first thirty minutes, it's kind of funny. The second 30 minutes, it's just so annoying. Well, and were you guys hungry and tired? Well, the thing is, is that we were exhausted at mm-hmm. that point because we had been walking the park all day long. And we were both tuckered out, right? And so, but we get to the other side and we find the car and I'm just like, got it. Like, it's here. Like, the car is here. We found the car. I'm so happy. But it just was such a reminder to me that like, you can't find if you're looking in the wrong places, you have to look in the right. You have to have the right place. You have to be looking in the right places. So that is my like slash like fail and success in regards that I, I just feel like I've been noticing that in that moment I was able, like David and I, for the most part, you guys, I was my emotional. Okay. Seeing gratitude. We were just going to see gratitude and I could see myself being tested. So I was using the letting go technique where I was like, I'm acknowledging that there's a negative emotion here and frustration and annoyance. And like, why do David and I have to be completely competent? Right? Like that, <laughs> those feelings. But nevertheless, I felt like I was kind of like, and it was so cool because ironically, the family we were with, you guys, they lost their key in the park. Their kids were literally out asleep outside their van. At like oh. 10 o'clock at 30. And they finally got a locksmith to come and create a wow. And here's the thing. Those kids were just asleep on the cement. Nobody cared. They were all fine. And they were just like, what are the blessings that we can find in this? Just watching them like go into gratitude. They have taught me so much about remembering the importance of gratitude. So this is a really long answer, but I just feel like their example really make the most of 
tough situation, annoying situation, or a one that requires patience. Um, make a lot more of it by focusing on what's good about this. What is right about this situation? What is working out for us in this? Situation? So that's my long answer. Tracy, I hope everybody listens to this episode for that story. I feel like we could just wrap up the episode now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> that's so good. I yeah. feel like that's a story you would hear in general conference. That's awesome. I'm glad that you found your car. Also, what stuck out to me is I feel like I just always think like, did you think to pray? You know, I just think sometimes you're like, you're like knee deep in these situations. And then someone, then you're like, oh, did I think to pray? No. Why, why did I pray? Why did I pray an hour earlier? Right. Just pray. Right. Anyways. Um, and I'm not saying, I don't know when you decided to pray. I'm not saying like, Tracy, why didn't you pray earlier? But you know what I'm saying? Like, like we all do that. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. So you know, I wrote out this outline last night and it's, you'd think that when I ask these questions that I would like have my answers ready, but I don't. Um, let's see, I guess. So my goal for the week, last week, I said that my goal was to do something about my health. And I've been trying to decide like how open I want to be about this I don't think I'm going to go into like the details um about I mean like what medications and things that I'm on but I think I do want to be open about like my thoughts and feelings about like what I'm dealing with health-wise so I did accomplish my goal it was kind of a broad goal to just do something and I went and talked to my doctor I got some blood tests uh we figured a few things out um there's still a lot of questions. I guess I'm just confused. I don't know. I don't know if there's like something going on with me or if it's just all in my head. I don't know if I'm just being super dramatic. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So still trying to figure that out. But I did take some steps um, to figure things out and we're figuring things out. It's going to be a, a long journey, but we're figuring it out. Um, Let's see, one success for the week is I went off-roading. That was a big success for me because I was terrified to go. Um, I considered staying home from this trip with Jacob's family. I used to not be a scaredy cat. When I was a teenager, I was like daredevil, like adrenaline junkie. I used to, me and my friends used to go to the park and we would do flips off of the playground and we climb on top of the church building and jump off of it. And just like these crazy things, like no fear. Right. But I, you know, they say that when you turn 25, that's when your brain is like fully developed. And <laughs> I, I literally, I feel like the day I turned 25, I was terrified of everything mm -hmm. anyways. And so I was so scared to go off-roading. I also just hate vehicles I just the only thing I trust is my own two feet right like I like to be on my own two feet if I'm on the water on a bike on on a vehicle like I just don't trust it, it scares me and so I was really scared to go but I went and it actually ended up being a ton of fun and I was really proud of myself for conquering my fears 
Um, my failure for the week, you guys, this is the thing that I'm struggling with the most right now is reading my scriptures. Jacob and I are doing really good reading our scriptures together. And I was doing good for a second, but I just, I just fell off. I just don't want to do it. I have, I was about to say I have no desire, but I do have some desire, which is why I'm bringing this up. I, I want to want to read my scriptures. That's where I'm at. But I just do not want to. The idea of sitting down and reading my scriptures like this morning, I was like, okay, I have 30 minutes before the podcast. I could either do my strength training because I'm going to go do my run after this, or I could read my scriptures for 30 minutes and do that afterwards. And the decision was so easy for me. Of course, I'm going to do my strength training. There's no way. I'm not going to sit down and read my scriptures for a whole 30 minutes. That's just not going to happen, you know? And I'm really sad at that. I'm really sad that that's where I'm at. I would, I wish that I was the kind of person who was like strength trainer scriptures. Of course, I'm going to read my scriptures first, but I'm just not there. So I know that what I need to do is set small goals of just two minutes a day. Um, but Steph, I think I'm kind of like you were like, that doesn't excite me. I need a goal that excites me. Like sitting down and reading my scriptures two minutes a day, I'm like, that's boring. But like a really big, exciting goal, like I would read my scriptures for an hour a day. Like that gives me dopamine. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. And then I get excited. But then the problem with that is I do that for two or three days and I burn myself out and then I stop. So I'm trying to figure out how can I make scripture study exciting and also make a a realistic goal that will help me build the habit. Can I share something really quick? Cause you guys know that yeah. like I've been struggling with my scripture study. Um, but what I've, I've done is I just, am like, okay, I'm just tracking my time seeing over time. Sometimes it's a minute 50, <laughs> two minutes. And then I put it in my tracker, but I found this little book when I went to the library and it was about Easter and it's for families, but it has like little QR codes or whatever. And I think that sometimes I think studying my scriptures is studying it straight. But I like the other day, like I timed myself and it was like 20 minutes because I started watching a video and then I started like reading and then I started like writing and stuff. And so I think that sometimes in my mind, at least, I think, OK, scriptures it needs to be a solid like I don't know why we have in our head it has to be 30 minutes or 20 minutes like that's always been like I don't feel like I'm studying the scriptures if it's not 30 minutes but my that's one what our seminary teachers told us right yeah yeah my one to two minutes of scripture study even though I didn't get anything out of it has now built the excitement for me and honestly the best thing is just I've like been setting a little stopwatch on my phone and then putting it in my tracker. If I didn't have it in my tracker, I wouldn't be doing it. I don't know. It's just that reward of like checking it off. So, and honestly, Melody, like I, until yesterday, I'd been like bored. Like I haven't gotten anything out of it. But then yesterday I was like, whoa, what just happened here? How did I get excited? So. I like that. I'm glad that you found something that excites you. I don't know. I also feel like. Once you get older, it's like you've read the scriptures, right? You've heard all the stories. So it gets harder to get excited about it. But but the thing is, like, I have found some excitement studying with Jacob. And you know how I've told you guys before, like, I'm just not a scriptorian. I don't really have the stories down. I shared that in the very first episode that I want to be better at the stories. And I'm teaching primary. And Jacob and I are doing the come follow me. Like, we're, we're studying together. 
And the stories are starting to click, like they're clicking and they're making sense. And that excites me. I'm like, oh, I'm understanding the stories finally. And I finally see the value of, I used to think, oh, I didn't learn anything as a kid. I just got bits and pieces of the stories, but I'm realizing the bits and pieces of the stories that I got as a kid are really helping me connect the dots as an adult. And so that's, that's been exciting. Um, Question for you though, yeah. if you're already studying with him, why is it that you feel like this pressure? I mean, I look at it, I'm like, you're already doing your scripture study, you know? I just, I feel like it's important that I have my own personal scripture study, like my own personal time with God, you know, where I'm, that. I'm praying, I'm searching. Um, and that's, that's what I'm lacking. I'm just not having one-on-one time with God right now. So, and I, and, and I've had that before. I used to, I was super good. I mean, for years, like all throughout high school, all throughout college, I would get up and I'd pray and read my scriptures minimum 30 minutes a day. I even was at a point where I was like, I was reading an hour a day and I loved it. I was like excited to get up and read my scriptures. Um, and I, I was really happy during that time. I really, I felt full and I felt calm. I felt more in control of my emotions. And I think, I think that's, that's a big thing. Like I catch myself, I don't know, just doing things that I normally wouldn't do. And, and I know that if I took time to just pray and spend time with God in the morning, I know that I would be able to like control my emotions and, and be, be more in my spirit throughout the day. So anyways. So that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. What did you say, Trace? <laughs> I, said, I said good luck. <laughs> I just think like the scripture thing, I don't know why, but I feel like it's just like a continual battle. It really it's is. And I don't oh. know why there's I mean, I do know why, but when you were talking about what you what stuck out to me based on what you said, Melody, was when I actually read the scriptures, like when I actually get something from the scriptures, not just read them, but I actually am like, wow, I learned something. Wow, that was, that like lift that filled me. Um, when those things happen, I do feel the difference. And, and what I feel is because when I stop reading my scriptures for the next week, like maybe I read them for a really week and then I stop reading them, I'm like, I can it's subtle, but I can feel like there and so uh, I think that when you talked about that I'm like I think the blessings are from the scriptures are not always what I read but it's a little subtle capacity to have more space between my my action and my result you know or persistent longer space when I'm in my spirit so that I can make a better choice and I just I think that's the the real blessing not always what we read how it affects somehow our spirit it does it really does and here's the thing this is something I realized this week is it is so hard to not be influenced by the world like we are we are bombarded by the world all the time especially now on our phones and tv and we're just driving down the road billboards like and just we're bombarded and it's we just need to get out of the world for a little bit and that compared to two hours of church every week like two hours of church every week is not enough to pull you out of of the world you know which is why you need to give yourself that that time every single day 
And anyways, anyway, so that's what I'm working on and I'll keep you guys updated. So, okay, next thing, now that our episode is almost over, what did you guys learn from the cold shower this week? So the challenge was to take one cold shower. I sort of cheated and didn't get my hair wet. <laughs> that, I mean, that wasn't it the rule. It was freezing. As long as you got in the cold shower, how did it go? It was just cold. I was like, what are we, a pioneer? Like, this is cold. <laughs> and I know that athletes take cold showers, but I realized what a baby I was. <laughs> did, what did you learn from it? Were you... Were you like, that was terrible, I'm never doing it again? Did you feel invigorated? I mean, you, you feel do powerful? feel refreshed after. You do feel yeah. refreshed. Like, it, it definitely wakes your body. For sure. What about you, Tracy? So, I did a couple, like, cooler showers a couple of times this past week. And I just felt like it was so much easier, like, my showers simple but also <laughs> I felt refreshed after the biggest thing this morning I did my final like shower my cold shower shower and it wasn't super cold even then but like it was so cold I couldn't get in I couldn't even make myself get in so I like put my arm in and arm in and then I finally like turned it up a little bit so it wasn't so cold and that's when I was able to get in like for me, like getting into like the actual cold, like that was like too much of an extreme for me. But when it was not as extreme cold level, I was able to do it no problem, and like stay in it. And I was, and I didn't, I didn't wash my hair this morning. Um, so the same with Steph, like I didn't do a, a hair wash with it. Um, but I washed my body, I shaved my legs, but I just turned off the water when I shaved my legs because I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> I like have goosebumps. I can't, like, I'm not doing it that way. So I'm shaving my legs, but like, I, this is the thing. I will just say that after that shower though, do I feel way more awake? Instead of going to sleep, like when I have a hot shower, mm-hmm. the cold shower made me like, I was awake. Like I was not awake before that because I had just woke up. Once I took that, took that shower, I was like, I was awake. And so I feel like it's such a great way to like get your body to like go. So that was something that definitely, that was my, my primary takeaway. And also just the recognition, just like stuff for me, like, I don't like, I don't like discomfort. I don't <laughs> want to do that. And I don't want to seek it really, but I think it is really cool to learn. From that. Um, I wouldn't have done it without the invitation. Yeah. Also, I just realized that you're at, up at 6 a.m. on vacation to do this. No, yeah. no, I'm two hours ahead of you guys. Oh, it's 10. Okay. Yeah. Am I, I was, no, girl. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> That'd be impressive. <laughs> I, I still think it's impressive that you're doing this podcast while you're in vacation. Yeah, seriously. That was great. Well, thank you, for, Melody. What was it like thank for- you for doing my challenge. We're just for the listeners, we're taking turns picking the challenges, and this is my challenge this week. So thank you guys for of course. I mean like, I was excited about this one. It felt like it got my blood going, you know, like you were my and my whole body was sort of chilled afterwards. So I do yeah. see the point of it, and a lot of people with their morning routines hate cold showers, and so I get it. It just yeah. it's hard. 
you know, I've, I've always wanted to be the kind of person who takes a cold shower just because I feel like it builds mental toughness and also just seems like something successful people do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and there's this lady, I used to work in this bike shop and the owner of the bike shop talked about, I don't, I don't remember exactly the science behind it, but she was like, I take a cold shower every morning. And, and she said that it increases your mitochondria because it makes your body work harder to keep itself warm. And for some reason, that's just always stuck with me. And I've just always want to be that kind of person. And I think I've just gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, I've, I've been really good in my life at making myself uncomfortable. And so I've been working really hard to make myself comfortable. And I feel like I've gotten too comfortable and I need to step into discomfort again, which is why I wanted to do this. So I actually, I did mine a little bit different. I was on vacation this weekend and I actually took a shower in a waterfall and um, it was awesome. It was so awesome and a, a little bit different. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to take cold showers and keep you guys updated on it. Um, but I, instead of like hopping in the shower at the hotel, I went to waterfall and cleansed myself in the waterfall. And, um, first of all, I love mountain water. I just feel like one awesome way to like ground yourself and to literally be immersed in nature, you know? And it was freezing, but it made me think that this is so natural. Like this is what our ancestors did. They didn't just turn on the hot water. They jumped in a waterfall or in a cold lake, right? And I'm very about, um, Jacob calls me hippie. I guess I'm kind of hippie. I just really am all about like connecting to like the earth and, and kind of going back to like what our primal ancestors did, because that's, that's what we were built to do. We were built to run. We were built to walk barefoot. We were built to, to be on the mountains and on the trails and in the mountain water. And we were built to, you know, eat, eat the food of the land. And anyways, I just, um, and it, it, it felt really good. And, and it, it was, it was different because I was on vacation and I was kind of already on this like, like high, like, yeah, like, let's do this. Let's get in this cold waterfall. And, and I made it like fun and, and exciting. Um, I felt really good afterwards. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. So I did, I found, oh, go ahead. I saw your, I saw your reel and I was like, wow, of course. Like Melody went to a waterfall. And got it and she's so cool. <laughs> I, was, I was very impressed with that. It was, it's very cool. That, that was the first. <laughs> That was the, the first time we got in the waterfall and I couldn't stay in it. But then I, I did go back into it and and wipe myself down and, and wash my face and things. But um, I found this article that talks about the benefits of cold showers. And I thought this is really cool. And I also have some research articles. Um, I was wondering if I could send those to you, Tracy, if you could put those in the show notes. So I'll just go through them quickly. But like... You guys mentioned this. So one of the benefits is it increases alertness. And I feel like that just makes sense. Um, it refines hair and skin. My, I've had multiple hairdressers say to wash your hair in cold water. So that's something I've always done is I always turn the water cold for my hair. Uh, it improves immunity and circulation. And I have a research article on that. This one, I actually, I don't, I think this one is bogus. I, I tried looking up <laughs> research articles and stuff and it's, Stimulates weight loss. I feel like that's a stretch, but anyways, <laughs> speed up muscle soreness and recovery. I'm a 
big believer in that. Uh, during my 100 mile training, I did ice baths and those were amazing. I felt so good after those. It eases stress. And this one, so this is the coolest, it relieves depression. And I have found multiple, multiple articles on the scientific proof that cold water can relieve depression. It's obviously not going to, like, you can't do that instead of medication if you need medication, but it's a really good supplement to put on top of the treatment that you're already doing for depression. So I thought that was really interesting. But after reading these articles and, and finding this article, and I'll send you a link to this article too, I'm just really motivated to do this. Oh, and I wanted to share one more thing. So this is what really inspired the cold water challenge. So Mike McKnight posted this on his Instagram page. He is an ultra runner. Okay, so he posted a picture of himself. This is like a few weeks ago. So it still is like the middle of March. And he has a picture of himself jumping in this mountain lake in his swimsuit. And he said, I absolutely hate cold water. I do too. Hate it. But I'm going to keep taking cold showers and jumping in freezing rivers until I love it. How awesome is that? I think, like, just do the thing you hate over and over again until you love it. This may seem silly, but finishing ultras requires a calloused mind. And there's no better way to build that callous than getting uncomfortable. Amen. Mm -hmm. And then he said, this is, this is gold. Comfort is a waste of potential. Right? Whoa. Whoa. Get uncomfortable. Comfort is a waste of potential. It's a waste of potential. Anyways, and I could go on and on. That's why I love ultra running. I just love the discomfort that it puts you in. And I just, discomfort is so important. And I think taking cold showers According to what, what I researched, taking two to three five-minute cold showers a week is how you'll get um, most of these benefits that I read off. Um, but I feel like what, what an awesome, like, small step to just make yourself uncomfortable and to start to callous your mind. So those are my thoughts on the cold water challenge. I love it. I will say... When I watched your most re recent, or there was an Instagram reel that you posted when you had like miles 75 of 100. That hurt. Right? Like I could see. All that was like happening there. And it, it was an interesting thing. Reality. And they do it. They do it again, and they want to do it again. Like, but at the same time, <laughs> that whole idea, like a callous, you have to become. It's not right. The the quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson is that you know, not that the nature has, but your capacity to do has increased. So when you're uh, doing things over and over, you know, you're gonna you're gonna build up the capacity to do things. But one once was hard is now easier you just yeah yeah and and you just feel powerful once when, when you do something that you were scared of or that you thought or when you do something that was hard you just feel like wow that was amazing and that's why ultra runners go for a further distance and a further distance and a further distance like man 50 miles is hard but I, I feel like this is what happens like but I did it and it actually wasn't as hard as I thought. So I think I can do a little bit more. 
you know, like our potential is unlimited. It's just amazing. Well, and I feel like, you know, as we've been talking about just as we learn more and as we get better with our habits and goals, we bounce back faster if we're in right? And I think this cold shower is a great tool to have for the times that I'm just sort of feeling lethargic, that that's an easy thing compared to other things, right? Like even like going out and going for a run, going and taking a cold shower doesn't require you to leave your house. And it's more of an easy thing to like get you going, get you moving. And so that was really interesting to hear like the research and to hear about what um, Mr. McKnight Ryan McKnight, Mark McKnight. Wasn't there a singer? Mike McKnight. That's why I called him Mr. Because I knew I forgot his name. Um, (laughs) But just that why he's letting himself get uncomfortable. And I think like this week I saw as I started to increase like my mileage with running and stuff. It's just that reminder of like whenever you're doing something um, that is out of your comfort zone physically like there's this high that comes with it you know and so like what you're saying like with these runners why they go from oh I could do this I could do that I could do that and it's just like this fun um this fun high it really is and Melody one thing I wanted to tell you is that this week and I feel like this is like something both Steph and you would appreciate but i I was at the beach yesterday, not yesterday, but the day before I was at the beach. And it was this beautiful white sand beach on the Gulf Coast. And I was like, I'd been sitting for a long time reading. And I was like, it's time to move. So I put down my towel and I just literally started running. And I ran like with the water. So I ran, the water was coming in and I was like splashing, right? Oh, I love it. Baywatch style. They watched, man. I was like like really feeling the like splash. Like that was the best part was like splashing of the water. And so I ran along and I didn't remember very long. Like I just ran, I don't know, uh, maybe like a half a mile or whatever. I'm like, Tracy, for you, Miss Qualifier of Boston that you, I'm like for very long, I put you being like, I just ran for like 10 miles. No, I ran for like (laughs) a half a mile. So I ran for a half mile and I just turned around and I ran back and. Um, one of the things that was interesting is like right after that, I was like, oh, I have the capacity to get in the water, right? So the water's cold too. So I've been doing like that sort of thing, but I, I, you know, got in the water and I immediately got in, like I didn't creep in, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, because I'd already been moving, it was easier to get in the water. And so I noticed that like running really like getting that heart rate up and then like going into the water, like that, that's something I didn't say here, but that helped get into the cold water. So mm-hmm. I think that that's a component. That's interesting. Like in a harder, like a higher rate of heart rate and then going into the water was even more rejuvenating. That's interesting because that's kind of what what I was saying with the waterfall. I feel like it maybe wasn't as hard as getting into my shower at home because I we'd hike to the waterfall and I was just already on this high of like, yeah, we're nature. Let's get this cold waterfall. Jacob and I were like, yeah, let's do it, you know, and I was like, that was supposed to be hard. But um Anyways, so that's really interesting. So maybe if you can pump yourself up before getting in the cold shower at home, maybe right after your workout, pretend that you're getting into a waterfall. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take, my goal is to take two to three five-minute cold showers a week. That's what I'm going to start doing. And 
um, I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes in a waterfall and getting in your shower at home. So, okay. So one minute, I'm going to be proud of myself. If I do one minute of cold, I'll be like, sweet. I'm a freaking rock star. If I put my head in, I'm going to be proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, everything that I read and Tracy, you kind of said this with your experience is it's the initial shock. That's the hardest, like getting in. But once you're in it and you wait for just like one or two minutes, then you kind of get used to it. And then it's not as bad, you know? So it's just that initial shock. So anyways, to, to quickly wrap things up, just quickly say what your goals are for next week. My goal is to work on my morning routine. Uh, so getting that kind of in a, in a better space where I actually know like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and then just follow it. So that's my goal. Perfect. Steph? Um, and this week I am just working on, I have a massive things to do list on my whiteboard and just sort of chipping away at that. So I'm not going to give like a definite one thing because I know I'm going to be busy, but just trying to get caught up from last week. Awesome. Awesome. And I guess my goal is going to be the cold showers. Um, I want to work on my scripture study. So I guess the cold showers and then also my first goal of scripture study is to figure out how I can make it fun. So anything else that anybody wants to add before we wrap up? David okay. wanted to tell you guys this. He literally got on and was like, you need to tell everybody this. But while we were at Disney World yesterday, you guys, we ran into his cousin on the, like on the King Cousins. We literally ran into his cousin who was there with her son. So we what ended up heck? combining with her and went on like rides with, like her and her son who were there. And the years didn't know that they were going to be there. We didn't know they were going to be there. So it was like three different oh families, gosh. all King families together in the oh, park. Oh, fun. And we didn't even know the wow. other family was there. So David was like, you need to tell them that. that Cause that was so cool. It was so cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Our world really <laughs> is so small. <laughs> and I just want to see this part. I'm so proud of you too. I feel like you guys are doing so many good things. That there's a lot of like progress. I just wanted to. Thank you. Right back at you, Tracy. You're killing it. It's true. And I love what you said. I wrote it down where you can't find the things you're looking for in the wrong place. That was very profound. That's the gold nugget of the episode. Mm -hmm. Okay, listeners. So the challenge is to take one cold shower this week. If you do it, send us a message on Instagram, 52 Weeks Podcast, and let us know your experience. Remember to focus on the fire and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye.